When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. I'm back from a day off, ready to deliver the show of my life, Tony. I'm Tony Kornheiser. Save it. We're on ESPN today. Save it. Oh, all right. I'll come back excited tomorrow. Oh, wait. It's over. Tomorrow's, this is it. Week's done. Saturday. Eh, if you came back excited tomorrow. I think I'm going to lose tomorrow, momentum by, you know, we'd all be excited. the end of by August. Monday. Yeah. yeah, I don't, you know. <laughs> Do the best you can, but... Don't strain. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, Joe Burrow's injury, the Pac-12's future, and five good minutes on baseball's trade deadline with Buster only. But we begin today with Shohei Atani having perhaps the greatest doubleheader of all time yesterday. He threw a complete game, one-hit shutout against the Tigers in the first game and homered twice in the second game to push his major league leading total to 38. Newly acquired pitcher Lucas Giolito goes tonight for the Angels, who've won eight of nine and within three games of the wild card held by Toronto at the moment. The Angels are at Toronto now for three games. So, Wilbon, are you now optimistic about the Angels' chances of making the playoffs? No. No. More hopeful. I mean, I'd like to see. Normally, I, I root for Toronto. I root for the places that I like, the cities and the world I like. That's how I root often. And I love Toronto, and I root for the Blue Jays. But I've, I've been rooting for the Angels, Tony, because of Otani. And I, too, would like yeah. to see Otani in the playoffs. And so this time around, it's going to be interesting for me. But optimistic, that's the wrong word. No, more hopeful. You know, they still yeah. got to get Mike Trout back in the lineup, Tony. He's out for, what, another three weeks at least? They got to get Trout back, and Trout's got to be Trout. I don't even know what the prognosis is for your boy Rendon. But they got they, – I, look, they've won eight of nine. I get it. I'm, you know, dealing with the situation here with the Cubs where they've won six in a row and seven of eight. But these are still relatively small samples. They encourage you. You, you can feel better about it. But with the Angels, they haven't made the playoffs in so long. That's what they yeah. do. Their move is to collapse and not make the playoffs. They got to do a lot more winning and have Trout in the center of that lineup before I'm optimistic. So I have no idea if they're going to make it. I like what they're doing because it feels like they're all in at the moment. Trying. And the reason, yeah. They're, yeah, the reason they're all in the moment is dictated by the fact that they have come to understand the only way to keep Otani is to try and make the playoffs yes. and say to him, look, we Let's are committed better. here. Stay yes. with us. We are committed here. That doubleheader he had is unprecedented in the history of Major League Baseball. I mean, it, it's absolutely remarkable to have gone out and pitched and then – gone and hit two home runs. Mike, he doesn't have to appear in the second game. He can sit in the dugout with an ice yeah. pack on his arm. And he goes out and he hits two home runs. That's like out of the natural. That's when Robert Redford takes the Wonder Boy bat and breaks, you know, breaks all the lights. I mean, that what he did was absolutely remarkable. I don't know if they're going to get there, but if Giolito wins tonight, that's yeah. a big deal, Mike, because then it's, it's a good two, sign. It is. And they may have momentum... Yeah. And then people start talking, as you are, about Trout 
coming back, and I, I hope they make it. I do. Well, then, Tony, if you get close, or even if you're, you've passed Toronto, you've got the possibility of the buyout market later in the summer. You can still do things to improve your ball yeah. club. And it's, it's, it's oh, not just about making get more the playoffs people. this one time. You know, damn it, get better. Be a good enough. You're a big franchise in a big market, and you got big money. And okay. you got some big let names me, on that team. Get better. Let me tell Stay, you this be one a thing. Good team. Let me tell you this one thing. It is impossible not to believe that Otani's performance yesterday wasn't as a direct result of him saying basically, thank you to the Angels for not trading me. Thank you for keeping your faith in me. Here's I what guess. I can do. I don't read anything That's how I into look at it, it other than this dude is just great. He's just great. Go see him. If, he, if he's somewhere near you and you can get to see, go see him. I don't know what it means. I don't know how he works or how constitutionally he is with motivation inwardly. But this it, 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 the dude is amazing. Let's move to the NFL and Joe Burrow. The Bengals quarterback seems to have escaped serious injuries, seems to have, after being carted out of practice yesterday with what is being labeled a calf strain. Coach Zach Taylor said today he expects Burrow to be sidelined, ouch, several weeks. Tony, wow. but the question is whether he should even practice again until he gets the long-term contract extension he and his agent are currently negotiating. Yeah, I'm not normally one of those people who believes that players should trust management. I think that any gain players get is given grudgingly by management. I might make an exception here for a couple of little reasons, I guess. Burrow's an Ohio kid. He was publicly happy to play for Cincinnati. Been a long time since somebody was publicly happy to play for Cincinnati. He's already earned out. I mean, he got them to the Super Bowl I think they would sign him, Mike, even if he has a torn Achilles, because I think they look at him as someone who's going to be their quarterback for the next 10 to 12 years. So, again, that, you know, I hate to use the word trust, yeah. but maybe in this particular – okay, you don't want to do it. Maybe in this particular <laughs> case, because, I, I mean, look, the, you know the Bengals franchise. They've won a grand total of 10 playoff games in their entire history. And yeah. Burrow has won five of them, which is the equal of what Boomer Esiason and, and Ken Anderson, Anderson won. That's yeah. all there are. I, That's Tony, all there are. So I think they keep them. Yeah, Tone, I, I, you, 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 you make sense. You, you, you're taking the compassion, reasoned argument, but it's the NFL. The NFL, they don't care. Okay. They don't care. They get rid of people. They do. This is what they do. Hit, I mean, right down the line, almost every franchise, I'm sure – if I was, you know, local sports talk in whatever town, I could have somebody tell me about some player, maybe not as promising as Joe Burrow, but somebody close to that, that that local team just said, you know, said, get out of here. And so, no, I wouldn't trust him. Look, he's going to be out several weeks anyway. So right. negotiate the damn deal. If the Bengals, yeah. like you say, want him that badly, they don't have to see him back on the practice field with a strained calf. If they want him that badly, show that face, faith. And you know what? If I'm going to trust you while I'm sitting over here having a pina colada and one of my cigars, sign me now. Yeah. Finish the damn contract. I, yeah, I, mean, I don't know why they haven't signed him. I, I mean, I don't know why. I don't know I if maybe he him. doesn't want to be there. That would surprise me. Uh, he wants I assume to be he there. wants to be there. Yeah, and he, he should did. have more money than Justin Herbert because he's accomplished more at the yes. moment than Justin Herbert. So I expect, I expect to see him sign, but I don't know. Yesterday's college conference news was Colorado leaving the Pac-12 for the Big 12. 
Today's news is who might follow. The leading target for the Big 12 now seems to be Arizona. And this is what Arizona President Robert C. Robbins had to say about Arizona staying in the Pac-12, and I'm quoting here. All I keep saying is, we're just waiting to get a TV deal, and then everyone has to evaluate the deal on its merits. I've been pretty steadfast in that stance, unquote. Well, but Arizona's your state, one of. It said the Big 12 is aiming at Arizona State as well. Do you see yeah. your Arizona schools sticking with the Pac-12? Not necessarily, but they don't have to go to the Big 12 either. I mean, the desert, meaning Arizona, is populated by my people. That would be Midwestern people. Chicagoans right. and Cheeseheads and Minnesotans and Iowans. And that, 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 they populate the desert. The people in the desert know this. Arizona and Arizona State know this, understand that and who their constituents are and where they play well. So they could do either. Whichever the Big Ten TV money is historically and now again, repeatedly, consistently, the best and biggest TV money. So if TV money is going to drive the decision, then the Big Ten is more impressive. That's the only place the Big Ten is more impressive than the SEC even. So they could go there, Tony. And the, Big, the Big Ten has been making goo-goo eyes at Stanford and Cal, too. So that may not be yeah. possible for the Arizona schools. But there's a lot in play here. And I just wouldn't presume that they'd be at the Big 12 or the Pac-12. I wouldn't presume anything. I'm going to go back into the quote by the president in which the president of the school says, we're waiting on the TV money. So this is not a ringing endorsement of the Pac-12 at all. No. This is about television money. It's not about yeah. camaraderie. It's not about any loyalty. Essentially, what he said is, when you show me the numbers you're going to give me from the Pac-12, if it's not good enough, I'm getting out of here. And I think they would go to the Big 12 at that point. The Pac-12 has been devastated by losing USC and UCLA. Those are cornerstone schools in that conference. Yeah. Losing I Colorado, I don't think, is that big a deal. But I was talking with Pat Forty today, and he said, wait a second, hold on. That's a Power 5 conference situation. Leaving one Power 5 for another. And the indication to me was that was weakness on the part of the Pac-12, that it was a psychological blow. I'm going to give you some other schools, Mike. Oregon and Washington. Maybe they're saying, what are we still doing here? You mentioned Stanford, the best academic and athletic institution in the country. They might just wake up one day and say, we want to go to the Big Ten or someplace yeah. else. At the yeah. moment, Mike, the Pac-12 is the Pac-9, okay? And the reason yeah. the Big 12 wants one school, Arizona, is because next year that would give them 14, not 13. It would help scheduling. Let's take a break. Coming up, the Dodgers swing a trade with the White Sox for Lance Lynn and Joe Kelly. We're going to ask Buster only about it. We'll also ask him whether a six-game winning streak that I referred to has turned my cubbies from sellers into buyers. There's no conferences anymore. It's pretty soon there's going to be no conference. There's going to be one 64-team thing. A mega conference. Wow. I agree. Pardon the interruption is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action, live and in person, with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, and every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? 
You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Welcome back to Pardon the Interruption, presented by Corona, part of Happy Hour. We are just four days away from baseball's trade deadline, which makes it a perfect time for a visit from our good friend Buster Only. Buster, let us start with this. The Dodgers this afternoon acquired Lance Lynn and Joe Kelly from the White Sox. How significant is that move? Yeah, it's potentially significant for the Dodgers because, Tony, this is the worst Dodger pitching staff performance that we've seen since they moved to Los Angeles. Start the day with a 4.47 ERA. That's 20th out of 30 teams. So, you know, the days of Koufax and a young Kershaw, those are way behind them. They're desperately in need of help for their rotation. And Lance Lynn hasn't had a good year. But you know with his experience in pennant races, I think it's going to be an upgrade for the Dodgers rotation. It's help they had to have. All right, Buster, let's uh, move to the place I'm sitting right now, Chicago, where people are more excited about the Cubs than they've been in like five seasons. They weren't expecting this, as you well know, being at 500 and not all that far off the pace either of the division lead or the wildcard chase. They thought they were going to be sellers. How surprising is it that they could be buyers? And would you, if you were making this decision, recommend that the Cubs buy? It's incredibly surprising because there are folks with other teams were assuming at the beginning of July that Cody Bellinger would be the best position player available, that Marcus Stroman would be the best starting pitcher available. But instead, we've had this recent Cubs surge, and I reached out to a source who would have knowledge of what the Cubs are thinking today, and the response I got was, firmly on the fence, right? <laughs> uh, this is the, the one time a year in baseball where small sample size can make a difference. So if you see the Cubs win a series this weekend, maybe that pushes them into be buyer, being buyers. And we know this, they have a good pitching staff, the type yes. of pitching staff I think that can win in October. Steele and Stroman, you got those guys at the top. Buy, buy, buy. I'm screaming all day. <laughs> and, and Michael, everybody heard you on the loop screaming all day. Uh, let's move to the San Diego Padres, a report by John Heyman, that the Padres are actually listening to offers for Juan Soto, Blake Snell, and Josh Hader. Ooh. Is it already time for them to give up on what they were building? Yeah, that's what A.J. Preller, their general manager, is going to decide this weekend. Just before I came on to tape with you guys, I uh, was speaking with the general manager of another team, and he said that Preller is out in the marketplace assessing possible value on those guys in case he's ordered to sell when we get through the weekend. 
And let me tell you, if the Padres decide to market those guys, they would, in one fell swoop, would have the best position player available in Juan Soto. They would have the best starting pitcher available in Blake Snell with how well he's thrown this year. And they would have the best reliever available in Josh Hader. They would dominate the trade market talk in the last 48 hours very differently in a very different way than they did last year. But, boy, they would be at the center of all the action. They have been a very, very disappointing team. I'll mention the other very, very disappointing team, the Mets. They traded away their standout reliever, David Robertson. Is that a sign of bigger things to come? Are they going to dump people? Yeah, no doubt about it, Tony. Uh, that was the first of many moves you're going to see them make. At some point, they're going to trade Tommy Pham. Outfielder's having a good year. Mark Canaw, maybe the Seattle Mariners buy into him. Uh, Brooks Raley, who got the save last night instead of Robertson, he may be traded. And, of course, everyone is wondering about Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer. A trade of yeah. either one of those future Hall of Famers would be incredibly complicated because they both have full no-trade clauses, and they make so much money uh, at average salary of $43 million uh, for this year. Most of the time, the most aggressive contenders at the deadline will take on 2 to $5 million. Each of these guys make $14 million for the last two months of this season. So in all likelihood, they won't be traded, but you know with Verlander throwing really well, Teams that are trying to make a push will at least have that conversation with the Mets. Yeah, and it's not like he hasn't won a World Series recently and pitched. Yeah. He's done great. Fun coming. The Thank you, Buster, days. as always. Appreciate it, Buster. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Let's take one last break. Still to come, Dak Prescott makes a guarantee. And do we have a rare must-see prize fight this weekend? Used to have those you all know the what time. Buster now we don't Buster and I have in common the search for the best coffee ice cream in the country. Coffee ice cream. I used to like cream. coffee ice cream when I was a kid. And I left Not it now? at about 15 years old and I haven't revisited. You got me Weddings are all about the bride and groom, but they're a chance to look your best too. With a fully custom suit from Indochino, you'll walk into wedding season looking like a million bucks, even though they start at just $499. It's easier than ever to be impeccably dressed with Indochino. So order your custom suits now and be ready for wedding season. Design the suit of your dreams and fine-tune every detail, including lapels, linings, monograms, pocket flaps, and more. That's right. It's bespoke without the premium price tag. Suits start at just $499 and fitted shirts at $89. To make life even easier, you can set up your measurement profile on Indochino's website and choose customizations without even leaving the house. But if you prefer a premium in-person experience, just book an appointment at a showroom near you and let an Indochino style guide walk you through every step. Look your best this wedding season at the table or on the dance floor when you wear Indochino. Go to Indochino.com today and use code PTI to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code PTI. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
Pardon the interruption is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Happy time, people. Happy 80th birthday, Bill Bradley. Not many people have second acts. Bradley was an All-American at Princeton and a Rhodes Scholar and a starter on the only two championships the New York Knicks ever produced. Then he became a three-term United States Senator from New Jersey, and most recently, Bradley did a one-man stage show about his life entitled Rolling Along that will likely become a documentary. How many acts is that? At Princeton, Bradley was a subject of the John McPhee book, A Sense of Where You Are, one of the best sports biographies ever. I am partial to Bill Bradley. I watched him play so many times, marveled at his passing and shooting, and I remain convinced he should have been President of the United States. Wow. Tony Frazier, Monroe, Reed, Phil Jackson, I got to know to some extent the other gentlemen, and I, it's just an honor. And people talk about the greatest teams in terms of talent. Well, you think the greatest teams in terms of intellect, those two Knicks teams have got to be way up there in the GOAT yeah. discussion for the smartest teams and players of all time. Happy anniversary, Wilmer Flores, around this day eight years ago. The Mets infielder, who had been with the organization since his 16th birthday, became visibly emotional as Mets fans gave him a standing ovation amid swirling rumors that Flores was about to be traded to the Brewers. The thing is, Flores wasn't actually traded, so Mets fans loved him even more for the public emotion he showed. Eventually, Flores did leave the Mets. In 2018, he signed a one-year deal as a free agent with Arizona. The next year, he signed as a free agent with the Giants. He's been there ever since. This year, Flores is batting 291 with 13 homers and 32 RBI, playing first base mostly and second and third. You know, Tony, the phrase, it's a business, comes out of players' mouths all the time, necessarily. But it doesn't mean there aren't emotions there, legitimately underneath. And players often don't want to go anywhere. And they say that to convince themselves or protect themselves. But there are often those kind of emotions. That was one time. And, man, sports will do that to you every now and then. Happy trails, Jalen Ramsey. Joe Burrow wasn't the only star to be carted off the practice field yesterday. Ramsey, the Dolphins' cornerback, carted off and diagnosed with a badly damaged left meniscus. He had surgery to repair it today. He will be out until December. Second-year cornerback Cater Kohu is mentioned as Ramsey's replacement. The Dolphins reportedly have the fourth-toughest schedule in the NFL, and they begin their season on the road in Los Angeles against the Chargers and their newly very rich and accurate quarterback, Justin Herbert. Yeah, I hate to hear that he's injured, Tony, but you know I think cornerbacks are more fungible than running backs. Cornerbacks. There's new ones every year in the league. Udonis Haslam retired from the NBA today after 20 seasons. That, that's an incredible NBA career. You know he's going to be a coach for however long or executive he wants to be. A couple of omissions today. Aaron Judge is in the lineup for the Yankees tonight. And Broncos head coach Sean Payton said of his trashing of Nathaniel Hackett in USA Today, here's the quote, I had my Fox hat on, not my coaching hat. It was a mistake by me. I said what I said, but I needed to have some restraint, unquote. Yes, you did, but it made for a great story. So we're yeah. sort of happy you did Hackett, it, right? Yeah, uh, uh, okay. Oh, yeah, you're not a Hackett guy. No. No, we, no, we know. You did it all last year. You wanted no. him canned Russell early. Russell Wilson. Like in Russell the third Wilson. game. He'll be good this Let's year. Let's go to the big why. finish if we could. Let's do it. English midfielder Kira Walsh stretchered off with a knee injury in the win over Denmark. Significant? A top player, not the top player, for a, a top power. It's already got missing multiple 
players with knee injuries. It's a big deal. Dalvin Cook says there's a pretty high chance he signs with the Jets, the overhyped Jets. Is that a good fit for your team? Yeah, yeah, because he's a really good back and because this is why Aaron Rodgers gave back the money. He yeah. wants this guy. That's the shopping list. Dak Prescott, your boy, uh -oh. guaranteed he'd reduce his interceptions. Do you believe him? The player under the most pressure in the league, he, he needs to, but I'm tired of just the Cowboys. I don't care about what they say. I don't. Just play and let's see what happens. Max Scherzer goes against your Nats tonight. Who are you going to root for? I'm going to root for Max Scherzer. I love the Nats. Watch all the games. They're not going anywhere this year. For nostalgic reasons, I will root for Scherzer. Last one, unbeaten welterweights, Errol Spence Ooh. Jr. versus Terrence Crawford, Ooh. Saturday night. You're intrigued, right? You're Saturday intrigued. night at the fights, Tony. You and I grew up with that, huh? Man, yes. Showtime, pay-per-view, they better have that wherever I am on Martha's Vineyard. Don Dunphy with Friday Night Fights. Remember him? We're Ooh. out of time. Yes. We'll try and do better the next time, and I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm Mike Wilbon. Have a great weekend. Look, where you can get the PTI podcast on the Apple, Apple Podcasts. Uncle Joe Lewis. It's a long, great ride. Rest in peace.